Hey, welcome to the Therapy Thoughts Podcast. This is Tiffany Rowe. I'm a licensed clinical mental health counselor and psychology teacher. I own Mindful Counseling in Orem, Utah, and I'm on a mission to break down mental health stigma. Therapy Thoughts is a podcast all about helping you love yourself and make peace with your mind, body, and food. I'll share some education, tips, interviews, and tools from my clinical experience so you can improve your mental health. Stay tuned as we change the mental health game and talk all about therapy. What's up, my friends? Tiffany Rowe here. We're going to talk all about boundaries today. This is episode 11 of Therapy Thoughts Podcast. Just super stoked. Super stoked you're here with me, working on mental health, trying to destigmatize all the shame and all the weird stuff that we've created in this culture. I think boundaries is a great topic and such an empowering topic and uh, such a therapy topic. We all need help with boundaries. So let me give you a couple ideas. Let me share my thoughts and my two cents. Um, When I think of boundaries, I think about creating rules of engagement in a relationship with yourself. So it's like everyone in your life needs to know the rules of the game of you. So what are the rules of engagement when it comes to having a relationship with you? I don't think of it as this like, oh, boundaries, I'm so hardcore, like I'm going to cut you out of my life. I mean, it could be that. But all really it boils down to, hey, Here's the rules of having a relationship with me so I'm comfortable, I'm safe, and that we can really work together and have a fabulous relationship. And everyone's rules are different. Everyone's histories and pasts and beliefs are going to help kind of form the boundaries that are going to help them succeed in a relationship. Boundaries enable relationships. And we all have the right to have boundaries. We all have the right to express them and to teach people them. Uh, We cannot control people's reactions or responses to our boundaries, right? We can't force people to play by the rules of our game. However, we do have the right to say, hey, here are the rules. Hey, you violated a rule. Hey, can we work this out? This is important to me. So I really like kind of demystifying the whole boundary thing and just making it simple in that way. Like everyone's different. We all have different needs and different preferences. And how the heck are we supposed to know what those are just getting into a relationship with a new person? We got to navigate all the nuances and all the issues and all the feelings and emotions. And that's boundary talk. That's boundary navigation. And I think it's most helpful to really recognize that that is a right of yours, that you have the right to have boundaries, that that's important. And it's also your right to express those, to navigate them. Um, There's a lot of different shades of gray when it comes to boundaries and what you're going to do in response to boundary violations and boundary crossings, because those are different things. So let's kind of break this all down. Um, Step one, when I say, hey, You have the right to set boundaries and boundaries are important because they make you feel safe and comfortable and good in a relationship. And hey, that matters. Most of the time what I'm doing in a therapy session is that trying to help people buy into and work past their issues with that belief right there. 
honestly, dude, that's it. Like, I have the right to have boundaries. A lot of people get stuck because they don't believe that. And so really, boundary work isn't even always about boundaries. It comes down to needs and values and really needs. What are my needs? And if we go deeper than that, people don't know what their needs are. And the reason is because they don't believe that it's important. They don't believe that their needs are important. So we have to acknowledge and say, hey, your needs are important. And once you buy into that and you believe that, you will believe you have the right to maintain your boundaries because you're important. You're worth it. You deserve that. So often we have this disconnect of like, hey, I matter. Therefore, my needs matter. Therefore, how I feel matters and I deserve boundaries. You see how that all gets blurred blurred up? So I really can kind of go down that timeline and say, at what point did you learn from the world, from your family, from other people that you do not, that you do not matter? Where did that message come from? And can we go to that point and you show up for yourself and say, yo, it does matter. And here's, here's why it matters. Here's how it matters. And here is how I'm going to show up for myself. I'm going to set boundaries. But I think the whole boundary discussion is really not going to have any staying power if we struggle with core self-worth and identity. If you don't know your needs, if you don't believe in yourself, if you don't believe your feelings matter, if you don't believe that your, you know, your rights matter, then it's going to be hard to tell other people, hey, I need to be treated a certain way or hey, here are the things I need because you don't even freaking know them or believe that they matter. So see how those two are connected because I think boundaries are often the result of a lot of other mental health work. And uh, I think it's really great to get with a counselor to explore that kind of stuff. Break down your needs, break down your values. Who are you? Where's all this original pain? What you learn in your family of origin? How come you don't think your needs matter? Uh, and how do you really establish a core sense of self-worth and then help others kind of meet the areas that matter to you? Now, as I'm saying this, I'm going to argue with myself and say, you are really the only person who can meet your own needs. You're responsible for meeting your needs. So setting boundaries isn't making other people responsible for your happiness or your thoughts or your feelings. That's definitely not what I'm saying. But you have the right to communicate how you feel. You have the right to say, hey, ouch, that hurts. Hey, I'm uncomfortable when people verbally abuse me. It doesn't guarantee that people will respect that, right? And it doesn't give you the right to blame other people for your experience. Because as adults, we, we are responsible for our thoughts, feelings, and behaviors and how we respond. Um, and we cannot make other people take the responsibility of making us happy. Like, they don't have that power. Um, so that's, I mean, that's not what I'm saying. But you do have the right to express your needs you have the right to express your feelings and your thoughts. And you have the right to be comfortable and safe in a relationship. And that's not saying that people, you know, are going to be able to always treat you perfectly. So there's a lot of nuance when it comes to boundaries. It's, it's not a cut, clear topic. Uh, lots of crossover with, with other things. So remember, you have the right to have boundaries. You have the right to be comfortable in a relationship. And setting boundaries is the expression of that. 
And so a boundary violation and a boundary crossing, you know, how people break your boundaries might be a good way to start. If you don't know what your boundaries are because you're kind of stuck on the needs thing, that's okay. Just just start with knowing what what's not cool with you. What makes you uncomfortable? And I usually just start start with that word. What makes you uncomfortable? Because we all have the right to be comfortable in a relationship. I find that the word comfort and uncomfortable are easy to digest. Because if I jump in with like, hey, you have the right to be safe, you know, that's loaded. A lot of folks have problem with that. And they're like, ah, but I'm not safe. And I can't guarantee that. And I don't trust people. Um, And I get that. And I'm with you. So you do, you do have the right to be safe. You do have the right to, uh, to be trusting and trusted, but you know, that may not feel as easy as comfortable. You, you figure that out for yourself. Either way, what, what makes you feel funky and start there to, to define your boundaries. So I also recommend start going down the list, physical boundaries, mental boundaries, emotional boundaries, social boundaries, and spiritual boundaries. So physical, mental, emotional, social, spiritual. And start there. What are physical boundaries that make me uncomfortable? Well, maybe you don't like people hugging you. It's okay to have that be a physical boundary. And that's, I want to keep it super duper simple, dude, because it's so easy to say, oh, but I should like hugging or people who hug are like great people and, and really muddying the water. So real black and white moment. If you're uncomfortable, you don't have to justify it to anyone. You're allowed to set a boundary, dude. And so let's say hugging makes you uncomfy. You have just identified a physical boundary. And here's the cool thing. You don't have to do anything about it. You don't have to tell anyone. You actually don't have to set that boundary or fight for it. Um, I think that's what we want to work towards is you having that ability to express your boundaries and maintain them and communicate when people will cross them or violate them. Uh, but for now, I just want to support you in identifying what would be uncomfortable for you so you can start to kind of figure out what your boundaries are. And then talk about your mental and emotional boundaries. Hey, I'm uncomfortable if people call me names. Okay, so write that down. Um, I'm uncomfortable when I'm invalidated. Write that down. That's going to be an emotional boundary. I'm uncomfortable if my, my parent vents to me about their partner and says bad things about their partner. Write that down. I'm uncomfortable when X, Y, and Z. You can come up with anything and just start thinking about what feels safe, what feels unsafe, what feels comfortable, what feels uncomfortable, what feels respectful and disrespectful. I'm using words that I typically would use in a discussion of, of values and needs. So if you're stuck, uh, you can do some values work and needs work. And I actually have a ton of information on this on my self-care course. It's on mindfulcounselingschool.com. So the self-care course breaks down all of this and really jumps into self-care with an hour lecture as well as a workbook um, that I created. So if you're like, hey, I need to do some of this back backstage work, go get that course and it'll get you really set to jump into some boundary work. Again, that's mindfulcounselingschool.com and it's the self-care course. Um, it's a good one. I'm proud of that one. 
So, you're going through your list. Physical, mental, emotional. What are your social boundaries? Uh, I often think of my clients who would identify as introverts and they may feel pressure to be untrue to themselves or to cross boundaries in order to please other people. So maybe that's somewhere to start. Like socially, what am I comfortable with? And I'm uncomfortable having to do things just to make everyone else happy. So maybe that's a boundary you're allowed to admit and say, I have permission to, to let go of that pressure. It is not my job to make anyone else happy. I cannot be responsible for that. So I have permission and my boundary is I don't have to do things if I don't want to do them. Now, that doesn't mean you don't you you never do things if you don't want to do them, but you have permission and that's a boundary. I have the I have the option to opt out, and that might be your boundary. Uh spiritual boundaries would be another place to explore. And this, I think, a lot of people have not explored. And I want to give you permission to do that. What's safe and comfortable and and good for you spiritually? You have the right to feel inner peace. You have the right to be free from shaming messages. You have the right to know answers for yourself. You have the right to X, Y, and Z. So seeking balance, seeking, being comfortable. I think this is all boundary work and start in places where you might feel uncomfortable and kind of say, Hey, this doesn't work for me. And then branch out to what does work for you. So needs, values, uh, what are boundaries? How do you identify those? And I would say, keep going, keep a running list. Like this is some serious identity work. (laughs) Like This isn't just easy, and if you struggle with it, watch out for the shame monsters in your head that are like, oh, what's wrong with you? How come you don't know these? You're this age. It's like, yeah, duh, I don't know them because it's not like we're taught these practical mental health skills growing up or in school. So I just support you in being really cool to yourself and gentle as you explore this. Maybe carry around your therapy journal, your mental health journal, and write down some of these thoughts like, okay, Here's what's important to me. Here's what's not important to me. I'm going to jot down what makes me uncomfortable. Here's another way I look at that. Um, Let me clarify some definitions. A boundary violation is a straight up violation of your boundary. Like that person or that situation does not give a freak about your boundaries. Like intentionally crossing that. Um, Perhaps that's someone you're close to being physically violent with you. Um, it's intentional, it's problematic, there's no gray area, it causes harm to the person. Maybe that's someone, you know, even cussing around you when you've set a boundary in the past saying, hey, don't do that. Or any number of things could be a violation. It's, it's harmful to the other person. A boundary crossing is not. It's probably a boo-boo. It's a mistake. It's not intentional. You're not meaning to cause harm. In fact, a boundary crossing could be okay in certain situations. You might be like, no, it's cool in a certain given situation. Um, Perhaps someone's venting to you. I'll stick with the kind of um, examples I've already used. Let's, Let's go with profanity, cussing a storm. That 
let's say someone is venting to you about a really hard situation and they use some profanity and normally that's a boundary violation but perhaps for you in that situation it may cross a boundary it may make you kind of uncomfortable but you're cool with it because you're like yeah I feel you like you're 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 having strong emotion and I am I'm here for you to express that um I could definitely give better examples but I want to encourage you to do the hard work on your own think about are there boundary violations boundary crossings and then kind of going from there once you identify those you're getting just more clear more crystal clear on you know your boundaries your limits and you know who you are where you stop and where other people begin because that's really what boundaries do is they clarify like hey here's where I stop and here's where you begin and here's how we kind of connect the dots between us because yeah we're two different people and we have totally different brains and we want to respect each other now, this next part's not so easy. I'm like watching the clock and I'm like, yo, this is this is months of therapy. Boundary work is no joke. And it is just that. It's work. Because then we got to cross the path of, okay, let's say you've identified them and you're crystal clear that you matter, your rights matter, your boundaries matter. Now, I find a real hard part is then letting other people know what those are. When someone blows it and they break your boundaries, what do you do? Um... And even as someone who I consider myself fairly confident, pretty outspoken, pretty strong in who I am at this point in my life, um, I'm not comfortable having these conversations. It's not easy saying, hey, (laughs) you just violated my boundaries. But it is important, and I want to support you in saying you matter enough to have these hard, crucial conversations because you got to stand up for yourself. You're the only one who's going to really fight for your boundaries at the end of the day. Um, And you have the right to do that. So this can look like a lot of ways. And what's difficult is there's no guarantee that people are going to listen and honor or respect your boundaries. There's no guarantee that they're going to change. Um, I have people in my life who I have been setting boundaries, the same boundaries with for over a decade. Um, I still honor relationships with them. And I recognize that they just may not be capable of honoring my boundaries. And I kind of look at it as boundary crossing because they just don't get it. And what I'm talking about is like diet culture stuff. You know, when, when I set boundaries that say, Hey, you know what? I don't diet. I'm a recovered anorexic and bulimic. And I used to have orthorexia. Like, Hey, no diet talk. Like don't make comments about my body. And people continue to do that throughout my life. I get to make a decision. What are the consequences of that boundary? Now, there's a whole spectrum. A lot of consequences are natural consequences. So really, that's how I want to remove the anxiety of you're not being a jerk by holding your boundaries up. You're not hurt. You're not responsible for how other people feel. You are responsible for your for taking care of yourself and how you feel and meeting your needs. So that's why I'm like, you, you better stand up for yourself and you better be responsible for you because you can't force other people to feel a certain way. So if you're worried about maintaining your boundaries because you're going to hurt other people, I mean, dude, that's a losing battle. But let's say people in my life continue the BS diet culture dogma around me. I have a choice of, okay, that's a boundary crossing. It makes me super uncomfortable. Um, How do I respond to that? What's the natural consequence? What do I want to do in this relationship? And I look at that for all my boundaries. Some boundaries are super black or white. If someone were to physically harm me or verbally abuse me, there's no gray area there. It's smackdown, and I'll probably walk away from the relationship. Um, whereas someone kind of crossing 
a boundary, a mental boundary, an emotional boundary, a physical boundary with diet talk, how I'm going to approach that is resetting the boundary. And that's what I've done over the last 10, 12 years. Oh my gosh, it's almost, yeah, it's almost 12 years of recovery for me is resetting that boundary. Like, hey, please don't make comments about my body. Makes me uncomfortable. And even if I have to say that over and over and over again, there's people I'm willing to do that with because I understand where they're coming from. Um, This is the gray area. There's a lot of nuance when it comes to boundaries. And so you have to kind of come to that as well. I think there's so much misunderstanding about boundaries like someone hurts my feelings I throw the smack down I say you're dead to me and I'm never in this relationship again now that could be a boundary but I think that's pretty extreme and that's usually not where we first go to um, especially for minor boundary crossings this is all about communication so here's a pretty safe way to go about it someone crosses your boundary give them the the chance to kind of recognize they don't know they did that and then you say hey ouch that hurt. How do we fix this? So I don't want you coming in hot, blaming the person, making them responsible for your feelings. Remember, this is your rule book. They don't freaking know the rules off the top of their head and sometimes they might forget them. So you take responsibility for taking care of you and you're saying, oh, hey, that hurts when this happens. Ouch, man, it really, it really triggers me when people comment on my body. You're like, hey, I, I, that doesn't really work in a relationship with me. It kind of gets under my skin. You're like, hey, I just don't do diet talk. Like, you can be cool about it, but you have the right to speak up for yourself and you have the right to keep yourself safe and to feel comfortable and to establish those boundaries. And I encourage you to be cool to you, cool to other people as you try to navigate that. Um, And then you decide what that looks like. There's all different kinds of ways. And sometimes it gets more... Like, I have to distance myself in this relationship. I have to leave this relationship. I have to separate from this relationship temporarily or permanently. Um, I might just need a big old break. No contact or only contact on these types of days. Or we have time restrictions, right? Like, sometimes it's like, I have to be in this relationship because it's work. Okay. Or you could maybe say you have to be in a family relationship. I'd argue you can leave those if you needed to. But you have the right to set limits and consequences when you feel like you're in danger and being hurt and harmed in a relationship. But I don't think boundaries always look that way. And I don't think they typically look that way. I think a lot of the times it's just the small negotiations and the small communications are like, hey, that hurt my feelings. Or, hey, I feel misunderstood. Or I kind of felt disrespected in this moment. Or I noticed X, Y, and Z. Hey, I'm not feeling appreciated, right? It's just these moments of expressing, here's my feelings, here's my thoughts. Hey, here's a physical boundary that I felt a little little bit funky about. Or this felt kind of icky to me. Like, hey, I really need some more quiet time. I I gotta go be on my own to do some spiritual routine stuff. I'm just winging it here. So if these don't hit home, that's okay. I encourage you to marinate and meditate on your own boundary stuff and to think about where your limits and limitations are, where you're comfortable and uncomfortable, where the rules and guidelines of having a relationship with you will be. Um, And when I say boundaries enable relationships, I really mean that. I really believe that. 
that they have to be there for relationships to flourish. Because if we don't have them and we just walk all over people and we take on responsibility for other people's emotions, I mean, dude, that gets really messy and people get burnt out and resentful. But when it's like, hey, I have boundaries, you have boundaries, and we're working together to have like a really cool, respectful awareness and relationship, like that relationship can flourish because of boundaries. So I don't want to look at boundaries as like this limiting, destroying thing. I don't agree with that. I think people who have problems with boundaries need boundaries more. And when they say that they ruin relationships, I think they're the ones who particularly need them in your life. Um, And I think I've seen a, a meme like that kind of floating around, like the people who react or backlash against your boundaries are the ones who need them the most, right? And that's, I think that's what's hard about communicating about boundaries. The people who need them are typically the ones who are difficult to communicate with. Uh, whereas the really like trusting, cool people in your life, you're, you may not need to have as many of the really difficult conversations. So these are my thoughts on boundaries. Good luck navigating it. Um, there's, there's an ongoing, ever-evolving experience here of just like, hey, I matter and I have the right to kind of communicate about this stuff. Um, I hope to take away the fear that boundaries are this, you know, steel slamming door that, you know, cut off people forever. That definitely does happen. And it for sure is not the day-to-day normal boundary stuff. So my friends head over to mindfulcounselingschool.com. I have my six courses up. If you like the boundary work stuff, again, I think the self-care course would be a good fit to do some of that back backstage work of the values and the needs and kind of you saying, Hey, I do deserve to be treated well. And then you can get clear on your boundaries. Also come hang out with me on Instagram. My handle is mindful counseling. I hit you with mini therapy thoughts there on the daily. Appreciate you guys and your support. Episode 11. Um, soon here we'll be getting other folks on the podcast to interview. Um, so I'll keep you posted on that as always, my friends, may you be well. I appreciate you tuning in and supporting the Therapy Thoughts podcast. If you want to dive deeper into intuitive eating and body image and self-love, head over to tiffanyrow.com. It's the hub of all of my courses, the podcast, my merch, and information about doing counseling and coaching with me. I hope you guys stick around for more. We have lots of exciting interviews and thought leaders coming onto the podcast. So until next time, may you be well.